Listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast powered by the BatmanUniverse.net. Check out the Batman Universe for this and many other great podcasts. This week's Gotham episode is called Prisoners, and joining me for Prisoners is the prisoner of this show, Donovan Morgan Grant. So, in this week's episode, you know, Gordon is in jail, but not for the murder he committed, for a different murder that he didn't commit. He's just got to get out of there, you know, because otherwise he's going to have to keep on doing laundry or staring at, you know, his lost lover photo of Lee. Who he vows to like, you know, find. Uh, Bullock he vows to find and impregnate her once again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I must find this missing person, Harvey. Oh yeah, I know Miss Kringle, right? What? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. But uh, <laughs> but, but but first, let me find Lee. <laughs> like, poor Miss Kringle's forgotten. So, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, people in jail there they ain't happy about Gordon being there, and they want to beat him up. Except for his best friend Puck, you know, who wants to get beat up for him. And the only person that can get Gordon out of this mess is a weak old man. That's right, guys. Carmine Falcone's back. Meanwhile, Penguin is having a great slumber party with his bro- with his new brother and sister and stepmom and dad. <laughs> especially his sister. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> especially sister, am I right? And the brother, if the brother has anything to say about it. But stepmom vetoes it. <laughs> what can ever ruin a family reunion like that? How about poison murder most foul on a very spook tingling episode of gotham dawn uh full disclosure audience uh this is monday um and both of us like just saw this episode so you're getting our fresh thoughts here we haven't even aside from texting discussed it with each other yet so dawn how do you feel about this episode i actually kind of like this episode um there was very little bullcrap going on, and some of it was over the top, but it wasn't over the top and, like, kind of a, well, maybe a little cynical, but, like, a, I kind of enjoyed how, how nutty it got. Um, I thought the acting generally was really good. Um, I liked the Gordon plot um, for what it was. I I thought the Penguin PB plot was funny, and, I, yeah, I, I don't know if I have any major, major dislikes. I mean, I, I didn't really care about, like, the whole, like, you know... Uh, you know, Pee Wee, you know, child back backstory at the very end. I kind of felt like too late in the game, but like honestly, like by and large, I, I don't have anything to complain about. I, I enjoyed it just fine. Yeah, uh, I we kind of established for those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while, like from season one, that we prefer the episodes where there's less like subplots going around and it's just yeah. kind of a streamlined plot and it's more character focused rather than like you know. There's a new murderer in Gotham, and Gordon and Bullock, or Gordon and Lee, must team up to solve this mystery and, like, stop the murder. In the meantime, like, you know, there's some BS with the mob. So this was a more fun episode. I didn't enjoy it as much as last week, um, but, Which you know, again, this was <laughs> – yeah, yeah, because I, I think you hated it last week. But I like this episode. Oh, and uh, this is the first episode that I've seen live this season because, you know, uh, I used to – and Stell would tease me for this. In season one, I would watch these – on the treadmill at the gym as they were coming on because because our treadmills at the Y they like pick up the TV channels. Uh, but I got a new work schedule this school year and it's uh, I've been getting off of work at like nine ten or eleven at night on Mondays, you know. And uh, 
my schedule is in the process of change, and I'm not going to go into all the details about my change. I would say, like, let's say uh, we're probably the only people who watched this episode because this aired the same night as the Flash Supergirl crossover. Oh, we can't be the only ones. <laughs> Dustin watched it. <laughs> we checked the ratings, but anyway, yeah. So I, I got to go to the gym tonight and watch the episode live, and it was it, while I was getting steps on my Fitbit, so it was great. So uh, it's my first live Gotham episode. Uh, so that that reacting to it live you know as it's coming out uh does affect my enjoyment somewhat so this was fun i guess let's <laughs> what do we want to go first gordon or the bs penguin family what did you think about the intro sequence like kind of the montage like the day in day out with like you know the sad gospel music playing i kind of like joke to you in text like boy gordon sure doesn't like it in jail and like, he, he has his like you know photographically like he's like i'll never forget you lee and your speech about scraped knees and stuff like that i hope you're somewhere happy i wonder what lee's doing right now smash cut to her having sex with deadpool to like a calendar girl montage like, i love i love i love my calendar girl. oh that's a nice ring i know my fiance gave it to me <laughs> I, that was okay. It, uh, I know it's supposed to get tedious after a while because it shows the passage of time. But like when he was in like that lunch line for like the second or third time, I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't hate it, but like you know, <laughs> it was more like I get it after a little while. I do wonder, like you know, okay, at this point, he is in prison for a crime he didn't commit. But would that make him reflect on the crimes that he did commit? I guess not. I feel like he did for like five seconds before Bullock said shut up, like at the very end when he's like, maybe I deserve to be in here. What? Are you tripping? He actually said, and I texted that to you, Bullock just said, are you tripping? Well, I mean, I mean like, <laughs> like, 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 you, you would have thought that like, I thought that he was about to confess his murder of Galavan. Me too. But, you know. Which would have been awesome. Which would have been, you know, humane of the character, <laughs> but we can't have him there. <laughs> he's forgotten about that. I have more thoughts on that, but, like, they kind of go beyond the intro sequence, you know, where he's oh, not sure, being reflected. Sure, sure. Just... Well, actually, uh, uh, we're going to go all over the place with the score and things, so I'll just get to it now. Um, him breaking out of jail. Uh... Well, Bully broke, broke, broke him out of jail with the help of Carmine. Yeah, but 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 he, he could have stayed. <laughs> For they, 40 they, years. They didn't kidnap him. <laughs> In Batman um, and... I'm a little fuzzy on this because I didn't read the whole storyline, but, like, I read parts of it and it's been a little while. Oh, in, in Batman Eternal, Jim Gordon is arrested for a crime that he didn't actually commit. And even though he knows that, like, he didn't do it or something, like, he stays in jail. And at one point, James Gordon Jr. tries to, like, play, like, mind games with him. He's like, I'm leaving the jail cell door open. Are you going to go in or, you know, an escape? Or are you going to show that you're, like, you know, a Boy Scout and, and uh, not escape? And at the end of the day, like, Jim decided to, like, stay in the jail and, like, Batman closed the door for him or something. <laughs> and Batman said you belong in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I know what you did to Galavan. <laughs> that show hasn't even aired yet. <laughs> I know, but this takes place at a different point in the timeline. Yeah, now that I think about it more, it's, it's a little more troubling that, like, he's in jail. He is there for a crime he didn't commit, but he's losing – his life is falling apart because of this. And – well, like, now he wants to get out. Like, where was this when he first got in there? Why didn't he, like, try and escape then? You know what well, I mean? Like, all, all of it. Because, because he wanted to, like, do right by his family that he thought was still with him. I think. I think it's at least implied. <sighs> or, or maybe because, like, he th he didn't want to die. I mean, I guess not dying is a good reason. 
Yeah, that's supposed to do. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm proud of him for like not, you know, being all angry, Gordon, beating up people. That, that would have been cliched. Yeah, he he takes up the whole like jail cell. Uh, I, I thought that Puck, like the second we met him, I was says he's either going to be a traitor, like to like surprise the audience, or he's going to die to like you know make Gordon like even more sad. He was too good and, to live. In the part, well, the part where like the guys like we're going to take you to see Puck, and like. And he, like, leaves Gordon alone in, like, the infirmary with him. And then, like, when Gordon's about to walk away and Puck, like, grabs his arm, I was like, uh-oh, this is when Puck's going to, like, try and assassinate him. He's like, Gordon, remember, choose life. Choose life. Okay, you know what? Uh, we just <laughs> asked the question earlier, like, well, why does he want to escape? I guess because Puck said choose life. So now he's going mean, to, like... <laughs> I don't have a problem with him, like, wanting to get the hell out of Live on the law like a fugitive. He's a renegade. This would have been a nice time for him to show, like, you know, some remorse of the Galavan. But, like, I, th- I think the show is already, you know, in progress towards trying to have the audience forget that that happened. Like, you know, like, like I don't think Galavan's mentioned even once. It's just, you know, like, I didn't kill Penny. I swear. I must clear my name. I'm an innocent man. I'm, I'm, I'm as innocent as a newborn babe. For this crime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So I, th- yeah. I think the show is like desperately wants to, wanting to retcon it itself. Um, do you think so? I feel like every time you say that, they mention it like an episode or two later or something. Like I don't think Galavan's forgotten. Well, he's a gigantic monster I think that man this episode. <laughs> Who's this guy? I've never seen him before. Well, Gordon, I guess you didn't kill Galavan because he's standing in front of me like ten foot tall. And then, like, Bruce Wayne, you know, is flying, like, a, a small little drone. I swore I'd never take a life after Reggie. But <laughs> he didn't here kill we go. Reggie. Leave him alone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. well, I imagine that, that, that panel with Bob King Batman saying, after Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining, like, Bob Kane drawing 10-year-old Bruce Wayne pushing Reggie out a window saying, a fitting end for his kind. For some reason, he lands into a vat reason, of acid. Bruce was the one I don't know why. We're, we're, we're just not mentioning Catwoman at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she didn't do anything. <laughs> she wasn't in that episode. I did like... Here's, uh, here's what I liked about the Gordon plot. I like that it wasn't, like... First of all, I'm glad that Black Kate is different than the Arkham Asylum, that, like, you know, the inmates weren't acting like children. That, like, I actually kind of liked that it was... Yeah, nobody gave Gordon ice cream. It was, it was kind of realistic in that, like, you know, yeah, you have, you know, mean prisoners that want to kill you. But also, you saw, like, these prisoners kind of get harassed by the cops or, or the, the guards. So it, it, was, it wasn't like... And that guy was in there for, you know, stealing a car. Like, it wasn't just, you know, all prisoners are bad, okay? It's like all different kinds of people are in there. And I, I actually appreciated that, that type of nuance. I mean, it wasn't much, but it, it was, it made it easy. And also, the, the guards, at least one guard did like him because he's a cop. Like, it, it, it felt, it felt like you, you got reactions of Gordon beyond there for, for all sides. And I actually quite liked that. Even if, like, he's pronounced innocent of the whole, you know, uh, killing, you know, the red shirt guy, um, he still is guilty for, like, you know, punching, like, two guards and, uh, Actually, he didn't punch the first guard, but, like, he's still guilty of, like, breaking out of jail and uh, and then, like, breaking a dying man out of jail. Like, th- th- these are crimes, uh, <laughs> but it's Gotham so, so still apart. <laughs> he can't help himself. Well, I, I, I thought about it, and I think I even texted you or said before these the show, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, on one of the Smallville websites, somebody did a tally of how many times, like, Lex has been knocked out, like, in this. Smallville. Somebody needs to do a tally of, like, how many crimes Gordon has committed. Yeah, well, 
And this season, definitely. I don't, I don't, did he commit any last season? I'm sure one or two. Well, I mean, I don't um, know, because last season he was such a straight arrow, and this season he's he's so not that, like... Straight arrow. That, like, I feel that, like, we might be confusing this Gordon with, with season one Gordon. Because I, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't last season. Yeah, because after all, they're different characters played by different <laughs> I guess it's an insult. But, um... <laughs> with different fiancés. Well, for now. Oh, and that's another thing, too, because he's like, go away, Lee. Forget me. Never talk to me again. I never want to see Why you again. Why did Lee stop writing? Hey, Harvey. Me? How come, how come, Lee, how come Lee's not writing me any letters? I miss them. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't heard Jim? Then he, then like, he hands him a DVD of Deadpool. <laughs> You're not gonna. <laughs> High five. <laughs> During movie nights, like, you don't see the screen, but you just hear, I love, I love, I love my calendar girl. And Jim's eyes get bigger and bigger. No. 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 <laughs> Can this take it? You, 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 Can like, this take it anyway? To like at the very end, where she, where she says, "You know, well, it might take a lot of alcohol, but sooner or later, that's a face I would not, I would be happy to sit on." And Jim's like just like burying his head in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> How could this be happening to me? I need to get out of here now. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> The joke that I made to Don in text was like, well, I guess Marina McCarran is, like, officially on maternity leave. Because, like, not only is, like, Lee gone, but, like, her character has, like, they don't say that she quit, but they say that, like, she moved, like, away. So she's, she's like, not a medical examiner anymore. Which I hope that they remember. I hope that, like, when she and Jim inevitably get back together, like, she's not just, like, medical examiner again. Like, nothing happened. Like, at least the throwaway line. Like, it's a good thing that I still have my job here. We're going to miss you that <laughs> Oh, oh I, I, I was leading up to that. Um, do you think she miscarried? Well, I mean, you and your conspiracy theories with, with, with this pregnancy. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she did. But like, I mean, it's, it's a that's a, that's a pretty. Do you do you think that Gotham would have been able to resist, like you know, having like an on screen like you know get like thug like attack Marina Bakarin and like her in the hospital, Jim? I lost the baby, or like something. Um. Maybe because Marina Baccarin is, like, pregnant in real life, like, they thought that it would yeah, be she, a she, little... She's, she's since kind of birth, in, but, like, at the time of the filming. Right, they, 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 thought, that they thought it would be in, like, bad taste to have her, um, like, <laughs> to, to do, like, an on-screen miscarriage. But I don't... Just because it's, like, off-screen and, like, Lee, Lee isn't even the one to tell him, I feel like they're hiding something. Well, I, I'll, I'll give you that, like, know, you know, because of the rule of, of fiction... It's automatically suspicious that we don't see it. It's like that that Scrubs episode you talked about, but uh, it, the, uh, I, I have to ask why. Ah, she really lied to him. It has like well, why would she break his heart like that? Why would she do that to him? He's in prison. Like like he kind of needs something to go on. Like, why would... So that they wouldn't use the baby to get to her. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> she, she she'll have some stupid reason. Well, no, at least is not a stupid character sometimes. So. Yeah, but the writers can be. Well, I gotta say, like, I, re- I, I don't know about you, but I really liked the acting in that scene. Like, Ben McKenzie looked, looked like a kind of a zombie afterwards, but Donald Logue really, he genuinely... Don't let this break you, really Jim. Looks like, 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 sad for him. Like, I, I don't want to tell you this, I have to tell you this. I am so sorry, man. Like, like I, I was a... I liked Harvey in this, in this episode, he was, he was a good friend. He, this is the most that Harvey's done in like a, in a solid year, by the way. Harvey Bullock, not Harvey Dent. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. oh, which is why like that opening scene was hilarious, where um, 
Harvey, where uh, Harvey uh, Bullock is like yelling on the phone, the dent, like, ah, you never do anything. And I'm thinking, first of all, neither do you. Second of all, it's ironic that he's saying this to series regular Harvey Dent, who doesn't show up in this episode. Like, it's just like, we're supposed to assume that he's on the other end of this phone call and not like a dial tone. Like, they, they couldn't even like get the actor to like do a voiceover. <laughs> Like he's already being paid as a series regular anyway. Just just get the, just get the guy to like. Even if he can't come in for shooting that day, this guy come in so you could hear him say, "I'm sorry, Bullock, my hands are tied." On the other end of the phone, like he's talking to a dial tone. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, he's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Falcon was this, I would have thought that he was talking to Dent in the diner. I, I thought he was too. And and like but no, that would require actually utilizing your series regulars. Like it is weird. Like, guys, what is it with this show not, not not using them? Well and just to explain something to the audience, unless Gotham has different Hollywood rules that I don't know about, in a show when you're a series regular, like Normally, and and someone can correct me if I'm wrong. You get a salary, like whether you're like in the episode or not. You have a contract, right. and like and you're paid based on that contract. So when you have a contract as a series regular, like you get that money. So that way you don't like go off and like film something for HBO or like or the CW or something. Like it get it's no, I think you're right. You're being you're being paid so that you don't work somewhere else. So that like you know so that you'll be available for the show. So he's being. Supposedly, I, I I have not seen his contract, but if it works the way that it usually works, he's being paid to be available. But he could be like here's here's an honest question. At this point, which ep- how many ep- how many more episodes did he appear in season one or season two? I will because in season one when he appeared, he was there for like several scenes of an episode, and but but at the same time, like how many episodes of season one compared to episodes of season two, like two or three. <sighs> I'm not sure, but like three is a very low number for like a, for, for a series regular. He was definitely in two. Cause I remember he had that party in season two. He opened in the in the, in the hiatus opener episode, grilling Gordon. And I can't think of anything else in season two. Maybe one more. Um, no, no, no. He he, he, he uh, talked to Barnes in, in the office like like before the hiatus for some reason. <laughs> so whoever the actor is that that's playing Harvey Dent, I forget his name. Like, let's just de- 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 Yeah, he he's he's got like a free vacation. He's like flying like <laughs> the poor guy. He's sitting at home waiting for the phone ring and flying to Jamaica with his girlfriend. Like, don't you have to be at work in the morning? No, nah, they're probably not going to name me this episode. Like, well, I, mean, I mean, you know who's also like that? Um, the girl who plays Ivy Pepper. Because wasn't she supposed to be a series regular from season one? And she only appeared like a handful of episodes, and like, she's p- appeared less than this season. <laughs> I, I, well, I think that she's been downgraded. Like, like they didn't renew her contract to series regular. Yeah, which I mean, I mean, just just flat out, like, without talking about the actress, like, you don't need poison ivy in every single episode. There's no, you don't need poison ivy at all, really. But like, I mean, that does, the plot does not demand for her to be there all the time, so that, that makes more sense. The fact that like they make here's the thing, like, like Harvey, Harvey Dent in this series is already like the is he like the, the district attorney? Like the district attorney, he's he's the assistant district attorney, so he he he's got like you know ten years to like get promoted. Yeah, that's true. Um, I still think he's way too old, but um, yeah, so, so is everyone else on the show. So it it, it it's, it's it's silly. On the other hand, do you want to talk about Falcone showing up? 
Yeah, Falcone is a weak old man, you know. You'll never stop saying <laughs> that. I never and actually I think that that's like a beam me up Scotty thing because like I, I joked around about like how Fish was always because, saying because that, the but, show always played that like flashback for like the first like seven episodes. But I think that like it was more of Someone's I don't know if she ever actually said it in that way. I think that she would I think she just like would say variations of it like the old man is weak like or, or she would say you know Falcone is losing his grip or the old man's losing she would always say the old man or like something about him being beat but i i don't think that she ever actually said the words Falcone is a weak old man <laughs> if she did i want to find a clip of that and just like insert it into the show like every time it was like not within the first three episodes it doesn't matter um i like the i like the character i like he was always like the one like gangster character that that was given a degree of well except for the fact that he didn't because he wasn't over the top exactly except for that that he didn't do anything but yeah he's not over the top and like i will we were talking about this a few minutes ago before i finished the episode like it felt weird i I know that they were like you know on the same side yeah he and gordon are best friends now it's like thanks falcone i owe you everything don't think nothing of it old friend ha ha remember remember all of our good times like when you tried to arrest me and i threatened to kill your fiance whatever happened to her she killed her parents and she's in jail now Oh yeah, <laughs> I think I was there when she was attacking your other girlfriend. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> Good no, times. I mean, I, I, I halfway bought it in the season one finale. Although, like, you know, Gordon's like, you know, sudden uh, desperation. We for, need you, Falcon. Yeah, that, that, that was silly, as you proved. And, but like, I mean, and I don't, I don't, I don't even so much mind it. But it just feels weird to me that like, you know, Gordon is above all else. He, he, he at least, well. Less now, but like he sometimes tries to do the right thing. So for him to, to, to look at Falcon, like you know, I owe you everything. Like, I mean, granted he does, but like it's it's like the show again. Like once you forget that Falcon was like you know the biggest crime boss in the series continuity. Gordon doesn't care about working with crime bosses anymore. <laughs> well, no, it's not so much that, but it's it's like it feels like they, they've not even mentioned that. Like you would have thought that like Falcon was like I don't know God or something, but like he just rocks up like you know ah Falcon. <laughs> they, I, I know we can always count on you. <laughs> that kind of thing. This version of Gordon that like we have now, do you think that like if this version of Gordon was in the pilot, would he have killed Penguin on the pier? Um. Well, the whole reason why he did it was because like because they wanted him to do so to so so basically ally himself with corruption, and you know we've said a lot of stuff about this this season's Gordon, but. He's not done anything to be... Well, he is evading the law, so... Well, and he did that mob hit, you know, in uh, the in the premiere. Like, now that's been forgotten about. Well, I, still, I mean, it wasn't like he just up and did it. For, I, mean, I still feel that like that wasn't that bad compared to other stuff. In my in my opinion. Um, but it's, it's hard to say, because, like, this Gordon's crossed so many lines that, like, you know, you gotta wonder, what, what are his limits? So, do you think so? Do you think that he would kill Penguin if this was season two? Cool, because the whole thing was to save his life and to save Barbara's life. And he's shown that, like, he will kill the, like, you know, if he feels that the person is scum and it's for the greater good. And he didn't like Penguin. He, he was a little mom snitch. Like, like Pe- Penguin was more, was no more innocent than that mafia guy that Gordon killed. What else? I mean, is there anything else to say about the, the prison plot? Like, did you like it? I mean, I didn't like the, I didn't like the puck thing. I thought that that was, like, way too much. And, like, especially, like, Puck, Puck, he's gone, Jim. No! Why must the good always die young? Why? I know. What did he tell you he was in for? Stealing a car. Oh, uh, have you checked his rap sheet? 
he gutted a bunch of children. You know, that's oh. the thing. honestly, I, was I guess he deserved to die then. <laughs> I was wondering if he was being lied to because, like, who steals a car and like gets six years? <laughs> that, that's that's I, I'm sorry, I don't. I mean, I might be ignorant, but like. I don't believe that. Like, no more than uh, six years. Unless it was, like, you know, an ambulance. I don't trust anything that anyone says on the show anymore. Lee, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, she's lying. And then she's like, I lost the baby. She's lying. <laughs> this is Puck. He's your friend. He's lying. And, like, <laughs> uh, or, or, like, or Penguin's dad, like, last week when he's like, your mother, uh, I, I, you know, I, I didn't want to break father, up with her. Yeah, and I was like, he's lying, too. Like, <laughs> I suspect that every new character is lying about everything that happens. Like, well, I mean, told. case in point, like you know, like like, like the the Pee Wee family, that are like all evil for very for very honestly un- lazy and uncreative reasons. They want money. Whoop de doo. <laughs> Why didn't they do this before? Uh, so Gordon, he's like he's going to be renegade now. He's like, I'll find you, Lee, wherever you are. Like she, she's not kidnapped. Like is that really his she's... plot now? Oh. Well, because he, he's like, because he even said, like, I'll have to find, you know, I'm going to find Lee, you know, Lee, who I sent away and said, never see me again when I broke up with her. <laughs> I, I mean, was, I, I, I get it. I, I get it. And I get why he does. But, you know, like, <laughs> that wasn't very foresightful of you, Gordon, when you broke up with her. Uh, and it's not like she's going to be hard to find. Like, what what is she going to do? Like, change her name and, like, take herself out of the phone book? Well, like, if, she has, if she, has a, in this, in this if she has a medical license and, like, you know, and, and a therapist license, you know, shouldn't she not be hard to find because she'd be in the system? Like, <laughs> unless she changes her name to, like, Vanessa, whatever, then she is hard to find. <laughs> the Deadpool jokes. <laughs> They're all over I, the place. I, honestly, they're, they're a little late to the party, but they're better late than never. <laughs> well, and they're kind of relevant for like this thing too. So, if she—I don't know—I was going to say like if she's lying about the miscarriage, do you think that Bullock knows? I don't know. I think maybe she lied to Bullock. I think. Too. I think. I think definitely. It, it it feels suspicious because it's secondhand information, but at the same time, it's like, what's the point? <laughs> Well, and I feel like such a major event like that would not happen off screen, especially in a show like Gotham, where like they pride themselves on like. But you know, it also threatens. It also threatens to be Barbara Gordon if it, if, it, if the baby was born. If the baby's not born, I mean, I'm two ways about this. Like, part of me is like, you know, let's get this, let's address this Barbara Gordon thing once and for all. You know, like or not, I guess I don't know. Because it's always going to be hanging over the audience's head. Like, when is Barbara Gordon going to be born? Bruce Wayne is like, you know, she is getting his driver's license any day now, uh, or is she already born as his niece? Which we we went over ad nauseum last week, and we don't need to do again. The whole parentage thing. Uh, I mean, otherwise the Gordon in jail stuff. I was glad that it wasn't, you know, like you know, Strange and Peabody giving him ice cream and like Beagle Boy outfits. It's yeah, he, he was very I, I don't have a, I don't redemption in his clothing it wasn't Beagle Boy. Yeah. I don't have way too much to say about it, you know, just that I'm, I'm glad that Bullock is doing stuff again. That was cool. Um, and it's, it is it is nice to see Falcone again, you know, legitimately. Yeah, for some reason it is. <laughs> he, he, like, like you say, he, he was he was always competent. Um, yeah, well, he, he wasn't a caricature like Maroney. How long do you think Gordon will be a fugitive for? How many episodes are in the season left? Oh, I just had the li- the list in front of me. Hold on. We have uh, the preview actually looked pretty good, but I'm not. But I'm not sure if it was for the like the remainder of the episodes or not. Okay, so we have into uh, seventeen, 
18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, no way is he going to be a fugitive for that long. Cut to like him being it. Like, and, and if he is for that long, actually, bravo. Well, he was he was a fugitive like earlier, that, like when they were during the whole uh, Saint Dumont crap. Yeah, but that was one episode. Which, by the way, if he is a fugitive, um, or even if he clears his name, you realize what he's going to have to address after he clears his name if he doesn't finally. Um, Galavan. He's going to have to be a homeless cop again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's like Harvey. I, I need another fiance fast. It's six o'clock. Bedtime's in two hours, <laughs> and I don't have a place to sleep. <laughs> What do you mean bedtime's in two hours? <laughs> Sorry, Jim. There's no other females on this show. What about Montoya? <laughs> She's still in Reno with, with Alan. Miss Pringle. I guess I better look for her. And Riddler's like, oh, no, you know, it's back in jail with you, mister. Yeah, but he, uh, Riddler was giving uh, Harvey some side eyes. So I, was, I was thinking for a second, maybe Harvey's next on his uh, hit brigade. <laughs> you know, I don't know if Jim committed this murder and then like the very next scene like smash cut to like you know the judge saying guilty guilty <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't kill that bus full of orphans sure you didn't Harvey sure you didn't am I saying now? <laughs> the penguin family uh, honestly this was even though I enjoyed this episode these were the scenes where I'd, like, roll my eyes and, like, be like, okay, get back to the Gordon plot line. I'm kind of with you. I mean, I liked them for what they were. I think I think the last two or three scenes were kind of hitting the same beats. And the Gordon plot line was, felt a lot more earnest. Where this one was, like, you know, cartoon penguin stuff, as it always will be. Um, I mean, I like Pee Wee Herman, but, like, honestly, this it wasn't greatly written because it's very, very on the nose. Like, you know, you're home now. You have a family. But, Father, I, I have a past. I was a criminal. I did terrible things. I have guilt, Ben. That's okay, son. You're no longer that same man. I was a dishwasher. Yeah. You were? Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> that, that was very sad. You were. <laughs> he, he does talk in that, like, extremely calm voice all the time. No matter what he's talking about, he's like, oh, yes. Did I mention I have a hole in my heart? I'll be dead any <laughs> second now. And so for some reason, he, he can still walk. I, I thought he was going to give Penguin like his classic monocle, like or something. Oh man, like, oh, I know. Yeah. I was let down. That was that was a tease. <laughs> like part of me was like, this would be extremely corny, but I kind of want him to do it for some reason. Like, yes, give him the monocle. I, I like, wonder if we could see Robin Lord Taylor in the, in the classic monocle, and that'd be sweet. He would look like a. <laughs> a um, um, one on the writer from Heather's. <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> How ridiculous would would he look in the monocle? But even still, uh, and you mentioned to me like before, <laughs> uh, like before this episode that that like we've yet to see Penguin like show any sexual interest, you know, male or female. And I, you told me that Robin Lord Taylor was gay, and I think I knew that before, but I forgot about it. But like, yeah, Penguin has like never been a sexual character, so. But we get our first hint at, like, you know, not even uh, maybe not him, but, like, we'll our, first, our first, you know, example like... example of how that doesn't necessarily apply to him. Right, well, but the brother, like, suggests that Penguin could be bisexual uh, or gay. Well, no, like it was a great scene cause, because, like, she, like, he didn't bite, and then the bro- brother eagerly, eagerly suggests, should I go? <laughs> and the mom's like, no. Which, which tells me that I guess the brother's gay because, like... If, if you're a heterosexual man, you're not going to offer to have sex with, like, you know, your stepbrother. 
<laughs> Unless you're going to get at least something out of it, no he's, matter he's, how much he's money. He's either involved. gay or very loyal. <laughs> Which, aside from Renee Montoya, every single gay person in this series has been evil or a joke. Um, but mostly evil. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was a. The, honestly, the family thing is, is, is actually a very hackneyed plot. It is. Like, you know, like the rich Stepford family that, like, always drinks wine and dresses fancy at, like, you know, 5.30 p.m. But I, I think between Robin Lord Taylor's, like, you know, uh, typical acting and the the over the, the theatricality of it, for some reason I was enjoying myself. Because it was, it was, it was really silly. Um, <laughs> Am I... When they dump the like the poison over it, like it like burns the carpet as if it's acid. Like I've seen that before. <laughs> that happened in the, the Dark Knight, uh, where Loeb dies. Does it actually do that? Yeah, it, like, it, it, it like smoked over. Where, where, um, and I, but like in real life, like would that actually? I'll pay attention <laughs> next time. <laughs> this is one of those times where like I feel bad because I liked it, but I don't. Think, I don't think it was all the all that layered. It was pretty straightforward and simple. What do you have? Like I said, I was just waiting for it to get to, you know, the next scene. And because I knew from the solicitation that he was going to die, it was just kind of like countdown to death. And then you asked me through text that, like, even if I hadn't read that solicitation, would I have known he was going to die? And yes, like, when the family's like, ah, here, I'm going to leave this poison with the two of you. Surely the right person will drink it. Wink. And then when he's like, you know what? Whenever a character says first thing in the morning, I'm like, any movie where somebody says first thing in the morning, I'm changing my will. Um, it, you might as well be saying in a horror movie, I'll be right back or something well, like that. Or, has or Penguin have... been hoisted by his host own baton? Not that Penguin did anything wrong in this episode. Yeah, Penguin didn't do anything He didn't do, he didn't do a single thing wrong, but like. He... In fairness, I never raped anyone. But you just knew that like this wouldn't last. And like, Pee Wee Herman was so okay. Um, um, what's the guy's name again? Paul Rubens was so like nice and loving and generous, and the, fam- the other family weren't. They're like, you just knew someone was going to die. I mean, I, I agree that like, like, even if we didn't read the solicitation last week, um, it was really telegraphed. I, I, we talk about like you know wills and history and family that all you know equals death. So. Um, I mean, I don't like. Really I'm. I, I. I was surprised when I found out that he was going to die. That like Paul Rubens was only on for two episodes, but because I think I think he could do some. Maybe he'll be a ghost. <laughs> oh, I hope so. I I loved his uh his his goofy ass like uh Geppetto uh, pajamas that he was walking around in. Yeah, I, I texted you like he's wearing Scrooge PJs, and then like I had to elaborate like not like PJs with Scrooge McDuck on it, but like oh good lord, I have never seen anyone from like this century or even the last century like wear pajamas like They're that. Doing like, that Burton t- <laughs> uh, uh, animated series thing where like like the, the, like the time period is like retro vague, but really until Bullock said, "Are you tripping?" <laughs> no, I mean, wait, wait, was like, he like walking around by candlelight like like George Washington? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and not only with the he had like a nightcap with him. I know like, who wears a nightcap? Like, yeah, like, your Mark <laughs> listeners of Gotham Chronicle, do you or anyone you know wear wear, wear pajamas like that? <laughs> if so, Pixar it didn't happen. I don't. I don't. Like, I don't. I don't change into different. I, mean, I, I know some people still do, but like, I do not change into like different clothes for PJs. 
I mean, I either have a pair of slacks or like you know my underwear. I feel that like, like I do when I, I do when I have company. Like you know, like when we go to Comic Con and and we're like with mixed company or something. Like I wear my superhero like pajama pants, right. but like I don't have like a special pajama shirt. Well, yeah, yeah, like the whole like, you know shirt. different shirt. I know that used to be a thing. I do, I do know that used to be a thing, but like uh. Like ch- like yeah, changing, yeah. When I was ten, changing your entire wardrobe, like you know, a big blanket sheet, a nightcap, and like, like matching slippers. That is so like like not cheesy, but it's just, it's just so retro. It's adorable. So if you, <laughs> it's making a comeback. Gotham actually takes place in the future. <laughs> yeah, sure it does. Um, I, I I did like the line where he's like, you know, I don't care what you did, like you know. I want you to be able to live like the rest of your life here, you know, without having to worry about anything. And I, and I actually like was like, oh, I don't know that he was impressed that 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 the penguin was was like the penguin. He's like, wow, you were a famous murderer. They called you the penguin. Yeah, <laughs> I love the the front page where it's like it's like that classic stock image of like Robin Lord Taylor, like you know, penguin busted, and like you know, you see him looking all mean and threatening, and then you come back to like him on the couch, and he's like, ah, ah, ah like making that face. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, when that would have been. I guess the beginning of this season, maybe, when, like, he was in jail for doing nothing. Because, well, when else has... Uh, he was arrested for, like, five minutes um, in season one where, like, Maroney, like, let him go to jail. And then, like, finally, like, paid his bail or something. That's a good question. I guess, I guess it was before uh, so, he was sent to Arkham. Yeah, th- that would have had to have been it. Yeah, so, like... Uh, when he was, like, arrested as a homeless vagrant, you know, off-panel. That was Prisoners. The next episode of Gotham is called Into the Woods, you know, based on the classic Broadway play, Into the Woods. And by, and by the way, listeners, if you hear the blooper section for last episode, like, I was reading this, like, and I was like, oh, come on, they, 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 get, they give away this major plot point in the solicitation, so this is the solicitation I was talking about. In an attempt to clear his name, Gordon steals his case file and approaches Nigma for help. Oh, that'll go well. <laughs> Meanwhile, Penguin discovers his stepfamily's role in his father's death. This is how I found out Paul Rubens was going to die. And awakens from his condition in the all-new Wraith of the Villains, Into the Woods, episode of Gotham. And guest stars are B.D. Wong as Hugo Strange. And yeah. Tanya Pinkins as Ethel Peabody, so they're back. Melinda Clark as Grace. Basically all the other guest stars of the, you know, band. Wait, 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 wait. Is it the Penguins recovering from his condition? Like, what does that mean? The the ice cream thing. Like, he, he'll be evil again. And like, I mean, the only way I can honestly see this ending is he's he's gonna kill his family. Okay, sounds sounds about right. And by the way, I'm looking at like the cast list, and you know, I'm gonna name some people. Kristen let Kringer. me know if like, yeah, yeah. Let me know. Let me know if you've seen them on the show recently. Detective James Gordon. Yep. Harvey Bullock. Leslie Tompkins. Detective Nathaniel Barnes. He's not a detective. He's a captain. Alfred. Oswald Cobblepots. Barbara Keane. She did a lot at the beginning of the season, so I'll, I'll give them that one. Bruce Wayne, Selena Kyle, Edward Nigma, Theo Gallivan, <laughs> Tabitha Gallivan, Lucius Fox, uh, whatever, Harvey Dent, and Butch Gilzine. <laughs> Double whatever. Butch, Butch Gilzine's appeared way more times than Harvey Dent has. <laughs> I know. Why is he even last? He should be like fourth. What has Lucius Fox done this season, aside from, like, say, I'll work on a computer and then, like, show up for the mid-season finale to say, I fixed the computer. He had some awesome scenes in the mid-season finale, but, like, he he only had a cameo since then. He's been on three episodes, like, I think, like, in the entirety of the show. You and I could be regulars on Gotham. Like... (laughs) Not do crap. (laughs) 
I know, like, cast us as, as main characters, and then, like, we'll show up, like, once, and then, like, never be, like, seen or heard from again in ten episodes. Oh, man, it's uh, the Trigger Twins. Well, there they go. On the phone. <laughs> even, though, even though we're clearly not twins, like, we'll be... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'll be Jack Drake, and you could be, uh, uh, who is Jason Todd's biological father? Uh, don't even tell me. Uh, Willis Todd? Well, it depends on, yeah, it depends that on, sounds it depends on continuity, but yeah. Yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll, we'll be like the fathers of, like, the future Robins, you know? <laughs> That's right, Jason Todd is black, you know? Hell yeah, he is. <laughs> <In> Gotham continuity. <laughs> <laughs> we'll show up and be like, don't worry, Gordon, we'll help you with this plot line, you know, you know, just like Lucius is with the whole, like, Wayne computer thing. And then, like, never show up again. And we'll collect our paycheck all the way to the... <laughs> I want I, I want to see interviews with, like, these cast members, like, around when they first got signed. I'm like, oh, boy, I sure am excited about, like, you know, working on Gotham. Harvey, Har- Harvey actor, Harvey's actor got paid so much, he's, like, flying to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to see it's being paid not to work like it's got to be great unless like being a series regular does not involve a contract but like like I said it usually well maybe does. like they said the series regular but like they're actually not maybe it's always a mistake like, a mistake no there was articles about this like you know like like it's reported that like you know Nicholas what's his name is like gonna be fine <laughs> forever oh, I remember yeah yeah I don't know starting to right into the woods. It sounds like they might introduce a Trevor's Tetris. Oh, like I'm actually pausing it a lot, um, you know, because um, I saw it live, so I couldn't see the thing. Gordon is dressed like, well, we'll save it for the discussion. Oh, fucking Peabody. <laughs> I'm about to start. <gasps> oh. It's the warm hearts we seek. Ooh. Ooh, there's a lot of Riddler in this. 16 seconds in. Just... Wait, Bruce is jumping over the roof again. Yeah, exactly. Didn't we already do We did. Like, I don't know. What's the point? It, it, it was Lovecraft. Oh, do you think they, they find Christian Kringle? That would actually be cool. Um, so the promo... The promo, first of all, uh, if you pause at like 16 seconds in, like, Barbara Keen is standing with, um, uh, uh, Peabody and like, um, uh, Hugo wow, I'm afraid his name. It's like, uh, Barbara Keen is standing with Peabody and Hugo Strange, like, looking very menacingly, like, yes, the three of us will work together to bring down Gotham. I don't know what talking like. Now that. come. I should, she, she, she actually <laughs> Yeah, well, I was hoping that we'd see her tonight, actually, because uh, she woke up from her coma, like, last episode, so. And part of me was... Do you think she'll have a change of personality? Maybe, maybe actually, like, okay, here, here's one possibility. Strange does to her what, like, he did to Penguin, and it makes her all nice again. And she goes to Jim to make amends, just like Penguin did to everyone. And he's like, oh, maybe she's actually cured. She showed me a certificate and everything. And because... And, and because he's feeling, and because he's feeling vulnerable over like the loss of Lee and their baby, and like, and and he's like, and he's on the run from like the law. In a fit of passion, he sleeps. He sleeps with Barbara again. But then she's pregnant. There's just one problem. Lee's back, and she's pregnant too. One of these babies will be Barbara Gordon. But which one? 
One of them is Barbara Gordon, one of them is James Jr. So they <laughs> And that's why they hate each other, because, like, their mothers were rivals. Kind of sick. <laughs> you and like I get to write a lot of crap, but we should not write this show. <laughs> we would do a horrible job. Well, it'd be fun for us. Mm-hmm. Barbara the Frog. Like, like you said, I remember you said last episode, Barbara the Frog comes out of a coma, and I keep on forgetting that that's the thing. <laughs> I think for us and us only. Um, and you mentioned as you were watching the promo, like, Bruce does that jump again, like, that he did in Lovecraft, like, which, like, they centered the promo around. Except when he did it in Lovecraft, I remember, like, it was very clearly, like, a stunt double. Uh, yeah, this one, he actually looks the same size. And, and you asked, like, are they going to find Miss Kringle? Actually, that would be cool if, like, I don't know, they actually solved that mystery. Yeah, they better. I mean, like, you know, honestly, I don't. I, I would not like loose ends not tied up by the end of the season. In certain terms, like, like, you said, will Riddler go to jail? And like, you know what? Like, that is one of the only ways I could see his storyline going right now. Yeah, I, I, and also he, he's looking particularly menacing. He's firing a gun. He's like looking crazy and stuff. So yeah. Oh yeah, Jim is dressed like Batman is um, in year one before he gets the costume when he like goes out to like fight or 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 in Mask of the Phantasm when like Bruce like. Before Bruce's Batman, when he's just like wearing a ski mask, like for some reason Jim is dressed that way. Oh my god! Did you, you said mention Batman Year One. You know how sure realist should be in this show. Go on, Holly Robinson. She should be uh, Selena's friend, not Poison Ivy. Yeah, it's kind of superfluous right now because Ivy serves that same role. And like, I, I mean, what 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 would you have Holly do? Just do the same thing, just, just without. You know, being poison ivy. I mean, we know it doesn't matter because it changed her name, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, I I don't dig the actress that plays you know Ivy Pepper, but I'd rather have them salvage the character as opposed to like creating like a new one, which may be superfluous or just I don't know. I I feel like this version of Selena works better as her own. Like, it's interesting when you see her humanity, like, when she's, like, being all buddy-buddy with Firefly and stuff. But I like her, you know, either with Bruce Wayne or as a strong, independent female who don't need no man. I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. So, we don't need no man. Uh, Gotham is on a break next week, guys, so uh, enjoy, enjoy it. Uh, they're giving us some mercy so that we don't have to produce a podcast every single week. Like, Aren't you happy for us? Yeah. Thanks, X-Files. <laughs> yeah, because X-Files, like, gave us a long break. We're paying for it with, like, this marathon. But anyway, this is Josh. This is Donovan. And tell me, listeners, do you bleed? Whenever you are ready. Tonight, Fight Night, the BatmanUniverse.net's Gotham Chronicle versus. No. <laughs> I was going to say, like, the Gotham TV show versus Josh and Tom. That doesn't make any sense. But anyway. Uh, hello, and you are listening to the Batman Universe comic podcast. No. Not since 2011. Hey gang, well you're listening to Spider-Man Crawl Space. Uh, the whole gang's here. Uh, still inert. How are you doing? And we have George. 